0: Welcome back to Real Life with Lana. Once this one airs, you probably will already have heard the big announcement. I finally dropped the ball and, or (laughs) I guess really... (laughs) opened the gates <laughs> to a little bit of what I've been doing behind the scenes and putting this podcast out there. There's been a lot of, you know, stuff that I've been doing. Cause again, I am no professional podcaster by any means, as I'm sure you heard in my first episode. And I promise you that it will only get better from there and here and in the future um because for me when i don't know something i will learn it and i will do it to the max and you know do the very best that i possibly can in any situation that i have you know going for me or coming up and this is something that i'm extremely passionate about so again Not being from any podcast background whatsoever, I've really had to do a lot of behind the scenes of learning a lot about what podcasts are and what they look like. Also, what exactly that I'm trying to put out there in my podcast and be able to really, you know, give you guys uh, great information, great resources, um, you know, just advice in many senses, listening, all of those great things. I just want to make sure that I'm not just putting out some bland, typical, or whatever possible podcast that that's out there. You know, I really want to have a, I have a point of why I've created this podcast and I have a reason why I've created this podcast. And I really want that to emanate through every single episode. Every single time that you hear my voice on this podcast, I want you to get something and walk away from it being like, wow, either feeling proud of yourself about overcoming something, feeling like, you know, you have somebody that possibly has gone through something similar than you, as you and that you feel, you know, that you have not only, um, you know, a voice in all of this and being able to stand up for yourself and being able to change your life or also being in a hard place right now, hearing that someone else has gone through that. I think that it's really easy for people to, as I said in my last podcast, look at me and think... What has she really been through? What what possible advice could she really give? Um, and especially people that, that don't know me personally and don't know, you know, again, when I was raising my children and I was coming, you know, up, I didn't have social media. I didn't share a bunch of that stuff. And I think also, in the stages of life that I have been in in these past few years or 12 years or whatever that you know Facebook and social media has been really involved um I don't think that I I really you know there's not very much information about people that are raising teenagers you hear all about the the little kids and you know growing up you know into elementary school and all the big things that come with that and I think a lot of parenting you know parenting um podcasts, magazines, forums, whatever it may be, and parents in general, we don't really talk about raising teenagers. So I think that like a lot of my stuff that's been on social media may have looked, you know, easy or easier maybe. I don't know. I really try to be very transparent in a lot of what I go through because I also think that even in the extreme trials of life that I am, you know, going through this to learn a lesson and that I'm going to come out of this lesson and this trial a better person, no matter no matter what. You know, I might not feel 100% depending on certain situations that you go through, but you know that from whatever, whatever happened to you, whatever trial you may have gone through or may be going through right now, there will be some type of silver lining. You might not see it for a while. It might be kind of like... Really lost in there, where you're like, I don't even think that this is even possible, or that there's any type of possible silver lining in this situation. And I promise you, if you keep moving forward and you don't give up and you keep pushing and giving your, your all to a situation, or again, sometimes tough situations, you just your all is just walking away, but whatever it may be, you're going to learn from that. Every single situation in your life is going to teach you a lesson. And, you know, again, I believe strongly in karma. (laughs) You know, I believe that you really get what you put out. And that's why I really try to be so positive. Um, And I just think that sometimes when people base you off of maybe just knowing you a little bit or not really knowing you at all um, it's easy to say well this person's obviously had a very easy life they can sit up here on their soapbox and talk about self-love and self-care and making sure you know you take time for yourself and all these things especially I'm sure if any of you young moms are listening to me right now you're like where the hell am I ever gonna have time for that? I don't even have time to go to the bathroom by myself. Like, I don't even have time to breathe. Been there. Been there, honey. Been there, done that. I completely understand. And when me sitting here saying, you know, taking moments for yourself and really trying to learn self love and self growth does not come from me sitting on my mighty soapbox saying, I don't have trials and tribulations. I haven't gone through things. My life is perfect and, you know, it's. I can just say, oh, I'm, you know, saying self-love, self-growth, you know, taking time for yourself. Like, that's just so easy. It's not. I know it's not. I know it's. it takes a lot of work to put yourself even a little bit up on that notch of your to-do list every single day. Not only am I a mother of two, I'm a single mother of two who works full-time jobs. So... I know what it means to say, take time for yourself. I know that that's not an easy thing to do, but I also know, and I've also learned over the years that it's so important. And even if it's for a minute, a minuscule time, you really need to listen to that voice and you really need to take that time for yourself. Again, if you're a parent that can't even go to the bathroom by themselves, set your kids up with something (laughs) i know some people are not you know keen on screens or those type of things but set your kid up even if they're little in a box with crayons i saw this the other day this mom you know took a big box and some markers and her kid sat in there for a while you know but even if it's just five minutes even if it's stepping outside on your front porch taking a deep breath of air and saying you're gonna be okay If that's all you can get in to fill your tank up just even a little bit, do that. Do that for yourself. And I don't say that lightly. I don't say that as I'm thinking it's easy or it's it's anything but needed. It is a survival. And I think that us parents and us caregivers, we always put ourselves on the back burners. And I am all about taking great care of your children and being a present parent and being there for them completely. My kids are my life, I, I will say it over and over again, you know, I would not be the person and the woman and the mother that I am today without those children. And I just think, though, that you don't need to lose yourself completely in those moments. And if you find yourself losing yourself completely in those moments, I hope that you either can listen to my podcast, read an article, listen to... Of, you know maybe some other podcast or some other words of wisdom letting you know it's okay and even if it's a moment to go cry in the corner to release some of your stress and your frustration that in itself is taking care of yourself and I just think that especially as parents it's just not talked up talked about enough and again, That's why I'm creating this podcast. I wish that I had a space like this. I wish that I had a place where I could listen to these things when I was in the trenches going through the really hard years and the really hard parts of life. I really just wish that I had an outlet and hearing even from other people that, hey, been there, done that, what I've learned from it, where I am now, how I'm going to continue to grow. Those are really, you know, it's a sense of relief. It's a sense of not being alone in the situation. And it's just like with everything else in life. If it becomes taboo, you know, like I think there's a lot of parents that have guilt. That's, you know, they're not, I mean, I think it's every parent that doesn't think that they're ever doing good enough for their children. Ever there enough for their children. But I really think that you have to you have to kind of take a step back at times and reevaluate and just make sure that you're filling everyone else's cups up constantly and depleting yourself and that even for a small moment in time you are giving back to yourself in some way in some light in some loving way whatever that might be like I've always said I get up every morning and for me I love to work out, I love to move my body. It's something that helps with my positive endorphins, it gets me going in the morning, it makes me feel good about my day. That is my time. And as my kids have gotten older, of course I've been able to take more and more time to do that. I still don't take an aggressive amount of time where I'm spending hours and hours at the gym, but I am taking those few moments in the beginning of my day to make sure I'm okay. Because me being okay makes sure that my kids can see a healthy mother, a good mother, a less stressed out mother. Those are the things that I feel are extremely important on top of making sure they're fed and clothed and you know, to practice on time and to school. All of those things are too, because if they're looking at a parent that is just completely run down and is not really enjoying this journey, which also, Journey, I say journey because it is a journey, but it is also a really challenging, different time in your life. And I don't say that parenting or having children is, is, you know, this hardship and, oh, it's so hard and this and that. It is, but also it's something that's very beautiful. And I think one thing that I wish I had known when my kids were little, now teenagers, you know, one living outside of my home, I wish that I knew to slow down and cherish those moments a little better because um, I just think that during that time that I was just in complete survival mode when my kids were little and just making sure, you know, of course, being the only caregiver and the only parent, um, I was on overdrive all the time and I didn't, I didn't take into account making sure I was okay and it took me so many years later when I was able to start finally becoming self-aware and become you know understanding the importance of making sure you fill your cup up that I was able to slow down and reflect a little bit and and I think that's the one of the biggest things I get out of it is just thinking that I wish that I had you know started taking care, better care of myself sooner so my kids didn't see such a stressed out kind of, crazed mother and that's why I still to this day I encourage everyone no matter what phase of life you're in what what matter no matter what phase of parenting what age your children are in to make sure that you take that time Um, that is just if anyone gets something from me and I think if again you followed me on social media you're gonna see me encouraging you to give yourself the same amount of love to yourself That you give to all of your loved ones around you. It's not easy. It takes, you know, it really takes a mindset shift to be able to get there. But it's possible. And I promise you, not only will you thank yourself, but your children and your loved ones and everyone else around you will thank you because you're going to be a better person for it. I mean, what's the worst case scenario that's going to happen when you take time for yourself, when you do something positive for yourself? What is that, you know, what is that going to damage? If anything, I don't think it would damage, I don't think it would damage a thing. I think that if anything, it would add to a more positive, fulfilled life. It's interesting because I was looking back on my Facebook memories and last year, about a year ago, I had posted, you know, I had come on and I always, I'm always constantly feeding into, you know, my followers and, you know, my socials and just, you know, encouragement and love and letting people into my life a little bit. And it had gotten to a point where it was really draining social media in general at that time. And not just social media, because the core of the issues are really what I was going through in life. And I was going through so much last year. And I had put a post up kind of just announcing my, you know, sabbatical from social, just letting people know, um, that I just was not feeling, you know, quite right with my mental health or feeling really down, feeling confused, feeling conflicted and all of these things. And it's just interesting to me now to look back on that and be able to see that and to see, and to remember exactly how I felt during that time. I mean, to throw out a a few, just a couple things at that moment in time, uh, My son and I were on the outs. He was, you know, just, he had moved out of the house. He was not living with me, but he was also not talking to me, which was the first time in our lives that we really had, like, not talked to each other for months. Um, It was something I had never gone through as a parent. Uh, You know, he thought he knew all the rules and he didn't need me and he didn't need to follow, you know, the basic basic rules that I had set for him. And so he had left, Um, something that, again, Rewind time, I did to my mother, and I apologize every single time I see her for this, because it was hell as a parent. It was hell not knowing where your kid was, not knowing if your kid was okay, fed, taken care of. You know, again, my kids are my life. Like, my heart, like, they are my heartbeats. <laughs> um, so it was an extremely challenging time. On top of that, like, that's not just enough... Um, in the, the last couple years, um, uh, my kid's father is, you know, in the process of, of dying of terminal cancer. And it's been something that's been, you know, massive emotional toll on all of us, just for many different reasons. We have been estranged for years. My children had been estranged for years, but it's still brought up an extreme amount of emotion and, um. You know, fear, sadness, I mean, all of the feelings that come with that type of, you know, uh, situation. Not only was I dealing with it for myself, you know, but I was trying to put on a brave face and and helping my children go through this. Even though for myself, even being estranged after being with someone for, you know, 10 years and having two children with them, be, them being your really... your first love you know it's a lot no matter how your relationship ended no matter what you went through it's a lot to deal with something like that and to be faced with something like that especially when you really hadn't been talking for a long time out of that period so I was dealing with that as was my children dealing with that and also trying to be a supportive parent to them Um, if that's not just enough, <laughs> uh, I also w- was a, a guardian for my niece. Um, and I was a guardian for her since she was uh, about two. And she just, you know, she just had, she's six now. So I had become a guardian to her thinking it was a temporary thing. Ended up being a little bit longer than expected, say three and a half, four years more than expected. Again, The situation, I was, you know, it couldn't have gone, I guess, in the end, any better. She's back with her family. They're all doing well. She's happy. They're happy. We're able to have worked on our relationship, which was very strained, of course, over the course of that time when I was a guardian. Um, And it, it really has ended up in the best possible way in these type of situations that do occur. But she had just officially gone back with her parents, you know, a year ago. And so all of these things were being thrown at me and I just did not know what to tackle first or how to tackle it or what to really do. And really at the end of the day, there was not much I could do in those situations. Every single one of those situations was completely out of my control. I could not do anything. Like <laughs> I couldn't stop any of them. So I really had to go through them and process them. And I just think that I had to remove the social media standpoint because it's really hard to go through those steps and really do that work and do that self-work and really dig deep and go through those type of things when you're, you know, having other people's opinions and, you know, any social media that had you know negativity on it like all all those things it just added to it It was just one heaping pile after another so it's just interesting because I look back on that time and I'm just like wow I'm such in a different place now and it's because I dug deep and did the work you know again if you're going through something try to stop avoiding it go through it as much as it might suck as hard as it might be as crappy as it might feel Go through it, do the hard work, because on the other side of that hard work, there's going to be some type of relief, I promise you. I don't know what your each individual situation might be that you are going through, but if you dig deep and learn the lesson that you're supposed to learn coming out of it, and be able to still remain intact as a human being and stay not just intact, but as a good, loving, wholehearted human being, I, I encourage you to do the work do the hard work and there's going to be something that con- you that, that you come out of that situation a different person and I completely have but it's just interesting how you know being able to see those those memories come up and stuff um, where you're at you know and how life can change so quickly Um you know I'm still able to see my niece now she comes over like once a week and sleeps over and you know again we have a great I have a much better relationship with her mom who is also my niece (laughs) so you know that situation has just become so much better and my son and I he moved back home we are in such a much better you know such a, a great place now um he's officially moved out of the house, but because he, you know, of a choice, he moved across country for a job. He's working, you know, we talk sometimes multiple times a day. So my, my relationship with him is in a much better place. My kid's dad at this point is in hospice, but I have done a lot of, I guess, um, work on healing from that. Um, and all of the emotions that initially first came up during that time, um, be able to have peace in my heart and be able to relay peace to him during this time. So, you know, when he does pass as hard as it is and still will be, um, I know that I have done everything, to make sure our relationship was a decent and good wholehearted relationship even through some of the stuff that i was put through Uh, and um, i don't regret you know in the last couple of years after finding out about you know his terminal illness um extending an olive branch being the person that i am being there for him during it um, but i also had to learn to still protect myself in in that situation so that situation is still you know, happening. Sadly, he is in the hospice at this time. So it could be any time and it will be something again that will be hard. But I think I've done a lot of work these last two years to really understand um, and give my my best self to that to that situation and to him. And I just feel like I'm in a much better mental health state from that and from, again, digging deep and doing the freaking uncomfortable work because I'm telling you while you're going through it, there's nothing fun about it. There's nothing that makes you feel like you're going to have freaking a rainbow on the other side. You are just in it and it sucks. (laughs) I'm not going to sugarcoat it. But again, once you start, it's like, I feel like diving deep into like the ocean or something and swimming down deep and, you know, at a point where you are kind of losing air and, you know, you slowly start to come up out of it. But, I mean, it takes time. You're not rising as quickly as you would like. It's still very uncomfortable. You're still kind of feeling that that burning in your lungs. And it's just, like, I think I'm at that point now where I am coming up for air now. Like, I am just like, oh, I can breathe. Like, I see, I see what those lessons were teaching me. I took something from each and every one of those lessons, and I'm using it to be a better person now. Couldn't see that then. (laughs) Let me tell you, I couldn't see that then, but I completely see it now. And it's just really amazing to be able to look back on certain times in your life. I mean, again, if it's not a Facebook memory, I know that we all have memories, you know, (laughs) stored in our head, but to be able to look back and see how far you've come. And I just encourage anybody if you're going through a hard time right now please make sure you're okay make sure your mental health is okay if you know someone that's going through a hard time reach out to them it's you know it's so easy to turn a blind eye and pretend that you know we're just in our bubble but I just think that if more of us were honest about some of the hardships and things that we went or went through or are going through that we could really help others, you know, and make other people, even if it's the littlest thing, is not feeling alone, knowing that other people are going through something that's similar to you. It is a relief. And again, this is what I really wanted this whole podcast to be about, is healing and growing I'm going to be having, you know, some of my amazing guest speakers from my life, my friends, my family. I mean, there's so many people already that are just like lined up like, can I please come on and talk about this, this and that. So it's going to be, you know, a real smorgasbord of, of different topics. And I think that it really comes off of, I work off of really how I'm feeling at the time. And, you know, I just feel like a lot of my past has come back to to show me, you know, how much I have healed or how much more healing I have to do and you know to not run from it and to take the time to do it and I just think that the more I share about my past, my situation, and my present, because I'm about to be going into the most exciting time of my life. I have so many amazing things happening. This is just one of the things that I've been working on behind the scenes. I'm extremely excited. I'm not going to announce the next thing right away, but it is something that I have really felt like my whole life has set me up to do. And I am, you know, really betting on myself. I'm investing in myself. And, you know, I'm just so excited to see where the, where the future is going to go. Uh, but the old Lana, you could have never, she could have never imagined the me I am today. And I just want to be that beacon of hope for, for anyone, even if it's just one person that listens to this and feels relief or feels like they're heard and feels like, you know, there is a silver lining or, you know, there is a rainbow after this storm. That is why this podcast is here. So again, this is the second official um, episode. And I just want to thank each and every one of you guys for tuning in, listening. I will definitely dive deeper into different topics each and every time. I really think that uh, bi-weekly right now is still how I'm going to keep it. If things, you know, take off, there may be more of um, a, weekl- you know, a weekly episode. I do want to, you know, kind of keep them shorter. I don't want them to be too, too long because I know not everybody has a ton of time in their day to be able to listen to a podcast. But I just want you guys to all know I'm here for you. I understand. Don't think that I'm sitting up here saying, go do this, do that, because I haven't been there or that I think it's easy or that I think that it's something that everyone, you know, can just do and it's a magic pill and poof because that's not the case. I just want you guys to know that I will be beside you helping you do the work along with that. And as always... Thank you guys for tuning in. You're listening to Real with Lana, where we take the highlight reels out of life and keep it real about everything from motherhood, past issues, mental health, self-love, and motivation. Till next time.